your words are powerful, your thoughts are powerful, and every day you are being programmed. And that's not like a conspiracy thing. That's just literally how your brain works. Your brain takes in information, processes it, and decides what it's going to keep or release. You're listening to the Rich and Hired Podcast with Chelsea Stokes. Chelsea is a former recruiter for one of the top media companies in the world who transitioned her dream job after years of corporate burnout. Today, she's a career coach who has helped hundreds of women all over the world upgrade their careers, lifestyle, mindsets, and bank accounts. Listen in each week as she dives into the unconventional topics that can help you get to the next level of your career and life. Don't forget to rate and subscribe if you love the podcast. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Rich and Hired podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. I feel like I always say that, but I am particularly excited about this episode, I should say, because this is the most requested episode. (laughs) I polled you guys on LinkedIn. I polled you guys on Instagram. And of the topics that I posed to you guys, the six topics, this was number one. You all wanted to know how I manifested my home in 2023. And y'all know there's no gatekeeping here. I am more than happy to share. I'm so excited to share. And I just think that this story and really like the way I try to live my life is I I want to try and show people that things that maybe they don't believe are possible are possible. And with the way the housing market has been, there were a lot of people, and I'll talk more about this, <laughs> there were a lot of people that said what I ended up accomplishing was not going to be possible. So I'm really excited to share this with you all today. And I'm going to break down the story and just tell you a little bit about what happened. But I'm also going to give you some actionable tips about what I did to manifest my home so that you have something you can take away from this episode and that you can learn something about manifestation and apply that to your career, your job search, your own house hunt, whatever it may be. The tips I'm going to give you can really apply to anything but definitely your career and job search. Like don't sleep on that. Manifestation is a job search strategy. So don't forget that. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to let you guys know that you can actually be featured on my podcast. So I now have a really cool tool that you can record a voice note for me and I am going to pick a few to feature on the podcast. I'm really excited about this. I think this is so fun and it's super easy for you guys. I have a link in the show notes that you can click and you can record your little voice note and ask me a question that you want answered and then I will answer it on a podcast episode. So if you want to do that, like I said, scroll on down to the show notes. There's a link there for you to submit a voice note And like I said, I will answer it on an episode. I'll answer as many as I can, but definitely you'll have a chance to be featured. So super excited for that. Okay, so let's dive in to the story. And I just want to tell you the story briefly so you can understand what happened, give you the gist of, you know, how this all came to be. And then, like I said, I'm going to break everything down in a couple steps that I followed to really make my home come into my reality. So honestly, back in 2020, I was thinking about buying a home. 
Now, at that point, I had gotten let go from my job, right? As many of us did. (laughs) I was working in the travel industry. I got let go in March of 2020. In May of 2020, I moved from Colorado back in with my mom because I did not have a job. In June of 2020, I started my career coaching business, my little baby business back then. And in August of 2020, moved out of my mom's house. In September of 2020, moved out of that apartment. I only lasted there a month and moved somewhere else to upstate New York. Uh, And really like a lot happened that year, right? I moved four times, which when I told my therapist at the time that she was like, you moved four times this year. (laughs) I was like, yeah, was it four or three? Colorado to New York, New York to that other house. Oh, so maybe it was only three. Still three though. That's a lot. Moved three times, started a business. And honestly, I was just like on my ish that year. I was doing mindset work, manifestation work. I was really diving deep into it for the first time. And I still do that stuff. But like, I was just like baby, like business owner, manifesting little baby girl. And I was just like, really, my mind was open. And I was like, let's just freaking throw a house in there. But honestly, at that time, I didn't have a down payment. I didn't have, honestly, I hardly had any money to pay my rent (laughs) at that point. It was like a month by month situation. So... I'll talk more about this. Um, And I've talked about being delusional in a previous episode and how beneficial I think it is. But uh, I planted the seed in 2020, right? Even though it wasn't something that in that physical reality at that time that I could achieve. But I'd go on Zillow. I'd look around. You know, I would like ask people about the home buying process. I'd write in my journal, you know, what I want my house to feel like. I'd... Even I have like diagrams of what I thought my house would look like. I was like all about it, right? So in 2020, I planted that seed. And we're going to talk more about that and why that's important. But then in May of 2023, so I'm recording this in January 2024. So this is last year. I really started to think seriously about it. I had a little bit of money saved up. I wasn't totally sure if I had enough saved up for a house, to be honest, but I had a little bit saved up where I was like, I think I could pull this off if I got the right price. And I literally have an Instagram post from May where I was like, I'm currently working on manifesting my dream home. So this is important for the timeline, May 2023, right? So then in June of 2023, a month later, I go on a trip with my friend. We go on a camping trip. On our drive home, I'm telling her, yeah, like I really want to get a house. Like she had bought her, she had bought a house a couple years before that. And I was like asking her questions. She's like, yeah, you got to get a pre-approval. You got to do this, do that. You know, I was like, how much money do I need? Blah, blah, blah. A couple weeks after we have that conversation, that friend texts me and is like, hey, the house next door to me is going up for sale. The neighbors let me know because I actually told them when I moved in that if they were ever selling for them to let me know. And I guess, you know, the the house that I bought 
is a, a townhouse with an attached wall with my friend, which spoiler alert, this is, this is the house I bought. <laughs> um, and so I think she was thinking about maybe like buying it or like expanding. So she had told them like years ago when she bought the house that she would, you know, maybe be interested in buying the house that it's attached to. So anyway, she tells me that I say, great, like, let me chat with them. I meet with them. I see the house. I am like, this is exactly what I want. It was the only house I saw on my house hunt. Let me just repeat that again. It was the only house (laughs) I saw on my house hunt, but it was perfect. It checked all my boxes. It was literally directly next door to my friend. Me and my friend share a wall, had a little yard for my dog, June, had three bedrooms, which is more than enough for me, one and a half bathrooms. It was in the right price point. Literally everything was ideal about it. So I made an offer that day. We did a little negotiating back and forth. And mind you, I did this all on my own. There was no real estate agent. They didn't want to use a real estate agent, which is why, which is one was so lucky for me because I had no competition. They just wanted a quick and easy sale. So I literally just negotiated with the sellers, I asked my dad a little bit of advice. I asked my friend a little bit of advice who lived next door and they accepted my offer. I was the only person to see the house. There was no real estate agent. There was no listing. Literally, this was like the first day the house was on the like quote unquote market, underground market. And they accepted my offer. And that was in July or June of 2023. When I tell you all that this was the easiest process this like the whole process was honestly pretty easy. It got a little bit complicated at the end, but not too bad. Everyone was warning me when I was telling them about that I wanted to buy a house. Like, oh my god, the process is so crazy. The market's so crazy. You're never gonna be able to find a house. Blah, 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 all this programming. It was so easy, y'all. Like, I cannot even explain to you how seamlessly it went. So that was in June of 2023. There was like a lot of paperwork that needed to be done. They had like renters in there. And so I didn't actually purchase the home until November, but I, it worked out perfectly because my lease ended, ended in November. So it lined up honestly, so super well. Like I said, there were a couple of things at the end, like there was like an inspection. They needed me to like fix a couple things and like they all ultimately ended up working out in the end like the things that I fixed helped to make the house more comfortable for me when I eventually moved in but honestly like the whole process I had a I found an amazing real estate lawyer through a friend he was incredible he helped me so much like he was basically like my real estate agent like guiding me like the whole thing was just so easy. And everyone kept telling me like, oh, when you you know get your mortgage, like it's going to be super difficult. Like, oh, just wait, just wait, just wait. I kept waiting and I was like, okay, I'm like mentally prepared for this process to be really hard. It was never hard. <laughs> I moved into my house on November 20th, 2023. And I've been there for two months and, you know, it did need a little bit of work. I had to like, you know, update some things, you know, I, I like redid the floors and I painted and there's still work to do, but honestly, it's a great house. Like I said, it's right next door to one of my closest friends has everything that I could really want at this stage of my life. So how did this happen? (laughs) How did I get a house in a job market 
that is, excuse me, not a job market, a housing market that people say is crazy. How did I get this off market deal? How did I, with just a little bit of savings, have enough for a deposit? Let me also add too that my budget for what I wanted to spend was 300000 That's what I wanted to spend. I ended up buying my house for three fifteen, which of course is a little bit over my budget, but it was okay. Like it wasn't too far off. The average house in the town that I live in sells for like half a million dollars. So the fact that I was even able to find a house in this price point in the town where I live, no less in the housing market, like I can't even, I hope you guys are just understanding like how aligned this house was in so many ways, right? So how the heck did I do this, right? How did I make this happen? Well, I'm going to break it down for you. The number one thing I'll tell you guys that I did is I never said things like, the housing market is crazy. It's impossible to find a house. I'll never find a house. The housing market's too expensive. Mortgage rates are too... I didn't say anything negative. And if people would try to talk to me about it, I would very politely and very quickly set a boundary. I also it did not engage with any content that was negative around the housing market. Honestly, I didn't really engage in any, even if it was positive, I just didn't want anything around the housing market besides what I wanted to program in my brain, which what I wanted to program in my brain was I'm going to get the perfect house for me. My home buying process is going to be easy. I am going to have a seamless transition from my apartment to my house. Like those were the things that I wanted to believe and I just could not have any negativity in my life. So I put up a steel wall with the negativity around the housing market. And I have to tell you guys, if there's anything you take away from this episode, it's that your words are powerful, your thoughts are powerful, and every day you are being programmed. And that's not like a conspiracy thing. That's just literally how your brain works. Your brain takes in information processes it and decides what it's going to keep or release. And a lot of times what it decides it's going to keep or release is based on your fears, your doubts. And a lot of those things came from when you were a kid. So I knew that I know that money mindset is still something I'm healing from. I know that that was going to be a something I was going to have to work through in this process. And I just could, I did not want any negativity around the housing market because how was that going to help me? How is someone saying the housing market is so crazy going to help me? That's not a thought that serves me, right? So I decided to choose what do I need to believe to get the house that I want? What does the person who has the house that I want believe? Those were the kinds of questions that I was asking myself in reverse engineering from there, not embodying these negative thoughts that literally would do nothing for me, right? So that's the first thing. Whether you're trying to job search, date, get a house, get away from the negative programming, right? I don't care how many people say, oh, there's no good guys left. I don't engage, like now I'm working on manifesting a dream partner, right? That's like one of my intentions. I am not 
engage I don't engage in conversations like that do I have moments where I'm like oh my god like that date was horrible or like (laughs) that conversation on hinge was like super awful yeah of course I'm not saying you can't have negative thoughts but I'm not engaging in content that's like there's no good guys out there I know there are good guys out there I don't there's billions of people out there okay I am going to choose to believe that yes there can be men out there that aren't a fit for me and at the same time there can be my person out there both those things can be true the housing market can be challenging but at the same time I can still get my dream home right the job market can be challenging at this moment but you can still find a job that's super aligned to you and gives you everything that you want Both those things can be true at the same time. And the first thing, like I said, that you need to do is really start thinking about the beliefs that you want to have and making sure that the things you're surrounding yourself with, social media, friends, family, conversations, your thoughts are aligned with what you want to believe. So that's the first thing and probably the most powerful thing that helped me. The second thing that really helped me is I embodied the law of detachment so hard, y'all. And I have another episode on the law of detachment, if that's something that you're interested in. But basically, the law of detachment is releasing your attachment to a certain outcome, which I'm going to be honest, this is probably one of the most challenging things to embody in anything like releasing control especially if you're a high achiever, especially if you're someone who has been in their masculine, releasing control is so challenging. But when you do it, oh my gosh, when you start to master it, it just feels so good and things just start flowing. Home buying process, it is is challenging to embody the law of detachment because you see a house, you put in an offer, you get excited. And I don't know how much you guys know about the home buying process, but like just because you put in an offer on a house and it's accepted doesn't mean that it can't fall through. Like until you have the keys in your hand at the close, what they call the closing, like that house is not yours. Like anything can happen during that time frame. So when you're in the home buying process, it can be really draining because you see a house, you get excited, you like imagine your life there, you're going through the process and like it can fall through. I knew that that was a possibility and I knew that what was going to best serve me was the law of detachment. And I just embodied the idea that, you know what, if it doesn't work out, it's just for my highest good, right? Like if it didn't work out, maybe there was like a big problem with the house that would have been really difficult for me to fix. Or, you know, maybe there's a better house for me to look at. I completely embodied this detached mindset and it was hard. I won't say I was perfect at it. I was pretty good at it. I have to say like I was really very calm throughout the process. Even my real estate lawyer was like, I can't believe how calm you were through the whole process. Like when we were wrapping up and I had gotten the house, he was like, you were so calm. And I was like, I know, like, what am I going to do? I'm going to freak out and like stamp my feet and like get mad that things aren't working out. No, like I'm just going to like whatever's going to happen is going to happen and I can only do so much to control the outcome. So this is the second thing I would highly recommend is to embody this detachment, release control, release your attachment to a certain outcome, because what you're going to do is you're going to create resistance because you're going to try you're basically saying, I know what's best for me, which, yeah, like I get it. In some ways we can make our own decisions and like 
we think we know it's best. But with manifestation, a big tenet of manifestation is embodying a level of spirituality in whatever way feels comfortable for you. And that just means accepting that there is a higher power that maybe has a bigger plan in place. So I just accepted that. I was like, I don't know who is running the show right now, but if this isn't going to work out, it's not going to work out. So the law of detachment, I think, was so helpful for me. I'm so happy I knew about that concept and embodying it in this process, I think, allowed me to, you know, just be calm through it and actually enjoy the journey and actually eventually get the home that was best for me. I'll also add that while I had put in an offer and was like going through the process with the house, I did just like kind of keep my ears open for other homes. And I did see one other home before I actually like closed on my house and had it. And it was really cute. It was like a new home. It was a little further away from like where I live now, but it was like all brand new. And I did put in an offer in that house and it got, it did not get accepted. And I was like kind of bummed at first. Cause I was like, oh, that house was like really cute. Like maybe it's better than the house I was going to buy the one that I ended up buying. And then I remember the law of detachment. And I was like, you know what? I really just need to release from this outcome. Like it didn't work out with this other house. And like, I think that, there's just something bigger. Maybe it's the house I, you know, originally put an offer on. Maybe it's something else, but like I just have to release. So it just gave me a lot of comfort throughout the process and just really helped me. And I really hope it helps you. The third thing I did to manifest my house is I had a vision, but I allowed myself a little flexibility to play with that vision. So like I said, back in 2020, I was like thinking about, you know, my home and I, you know, like I would think about, okay, maybe I'll live in a cabin. Maybe I'll live in a house with five bedrooms. Maybe I'll like, I need a clawfoot tub. Like I would just like play. And I think a lot of people when they're manifesting get tripped up because they think that they need to have like everything figured out, which yes, having focus, having direction, especially in your job search is important to just guide you in the actions that you need to take to get what you want. It's helpful, you know, when you're interviewing and even with like a housing search, like you want to only go out and like see the houses that are aligned with you. So you want to have some level of a vision and it's a very fine line to straddle between having a vision and having direction, but also leaving room for flexibility At the end of the day, I think it's really hard to like check every single box. This is why with my clients, I have them create a list of desires and deal breakers when they're job searching because it's like, okay, what are the things you absolutely need? And then what are the things that you want, right? And that can help you to really figure out the jobs that are best for you. And so when I was job searching, uh, excuse me, when I was house hunting, I had the same thing. Like I needed a yard for June. Like that was basically a non-negotiable for me. I wanted at least two bedrooms. I'm trying to think of what my other non-negotiables were. Like other like basic stuff. Like I wanted like a kitchen and a living room and like all this other stuff. But basically I like those were kind of my main thing. And of course, like I wanted something in my budget. And then my desires were like, I would like it in this town that I'm living in. I would like it to be on a quiet street. I would like it to have, you know, a guest room. So I think it's important to have a vision and to like understand what you're trying to manifest, but don't get so caught up in having to have 
everything figured out because I think if you're going to get so caught up in the details and the nitty gritty and like every single thing, like knowing every single thing, then you're not really manifesting anymore. You're just trying to control your reality. And like, again, kind of going back to my earlier point with the law of detachment, like you're saying, like, I know best. You got to leave a little space for God, universe, source, like let them do their magic, have your vision, like tell them what you want. But more so like it's as with I talk about this with manifestation all the time like you don't actually want the things you just want how it's gonna make you feel right so like I wanted in a house a house in that budget because I wanted to feel you know financially secure and not like give up all my savings I wanted to have two bedrooms so I could have like a space that felt peaceful for working and then like to have the separation between like work and like the rest of my life so like yeah I wanted those things physically but more so like I wanted certain feelings so if you're having trouble with like figuring out the vision definitely focus on the feelings that you want to have that can help you figure out like the deal breakers and then add in your desires like release attachment from those desires like they're things that you want to have but don't need to have and don't stress too much about like every single detail being figured out the final thing I'll leave you guys with in how I manifested this house is what I have used for everything I have manifested in my life so far, my business, my clients, my car, my house, my dog, everything I have, this is the mindset I embody. This is happening. Period. Period. End of story. This is happening. I am getting a house. I am getting a house. I don't know when it's going to happen. I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know, you know, exactly how it's all going to transpire, but I am getting a house. It's going to be an easy process and it is happening. And I think that that is a big missing piece for a lot of people is deciding that this thing is happening unequivocally right? And yes, you have to release the timeline. You have to leave a little room for flexibility in your vision. Like all those things I think do play into manifestation. But a big thing that I think people miss, miss, <laughs> miss <laughs> is that they don't decide. They don't decide that it's happening. And I decided, I was like, this is happening. Like I am getting a house. It doesn't matter. Like I'm not waiting to be married. I'm not waiting for, you know, I, like it is happening. <laughs> I don't know how else to explain it to you guys other than I just decided. And again, like I said, I released the timeline. I wasn't so worried about that, but I knew that that was going to happen and nobody could tell me otherwise. And like I said, I have used this mindset for pretty much everything else I have manifested. No, let me correct that. Everything I have manifested, <laughs> I was thinking back about everything I manifested. I was like, yep, yep, yep. Everything I manifested, I decided. I was like, that is happening. And I think that if you can just embody, if you have something you want to manifest and you like really truly want it for like a reason that is true to you, right? Like it's not like you're just like doing it because someone told you that you should do it or like your ego says you should do it. For example, like your parents say like you need to get a job that, you know, is at this big company or whatever. Or you're like, I have to make this amount of money because like otherwise I'm a disappointment. Like, no, we want to make decisions that are soul aligned, right? So it's like making sure that what you want to manifest is really aligned with your highest good and your soul, which if you are aligning and listening to your soul, then there's no doubt that you can only make the best decision for you. But if you're doing that and you just decide it's happening, like, babe, buckle up. It's going to happen. <laughs> you decided it's going to happen. You're setting that intention. And if you don't, if you keep that seatbelt on and you just stay put and just like, 
ride it out and like keep taking the aligned action, like keep driving the car on the journey that it needs to go, like you're going to get there. And I have to say that that is like probably (laughs) one of the other big things that I did with manifesting is this house is I just decided it was happening. And here we are. I honestly just could not be more excited to share all this stuff with you guys. And let me just recap what we went over today. Number one is, you know, removing that programming, that outside information so that's not impacting your beliefs and setting hard boundaries with that. Number two is embodying the law of detachment. Number three is having a vision, but with a little bit of flexibility. And number four is deciding that this is happening period, end of story. Guys, I hope that this helped you and gave you a great testimony into how you can manifest things in your life, how magic can literally happen. I am, like I said, I I don't know, guys, I'm just super grateful. (laughs) Thank you for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to rate, subscribe, all the things. We love to hear from you and it really helps us to keep doing this podcast. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. I'll talk to you soon.